0: Today I want to introduce you to Ron. Ron is a new friend of mine. I just had the pleasure of meeting here at a Podcast Movement. We're here in Dallas. New um, friends. New friends is always okay. good. Um, Ron is a podcaster himself. Uh, Hacker Valley Media is his uh, company. And um, I'm just excited I get to sit down with him. Ron's a friendly, um, outgoing, awesome individual that I've gotten to know very briefly. So we're gonna get to know a little bit more. And uh, Ron, thank you for your time and uh, willingness to sit down and chat with me.
1: Thank you for having me. I knew when we were sitting across from each other at the speed networking event, even though we didn't get a chance to speak, I was like, I know that we're gonna have a conversation <laughs> later. So it's funny that we're we're doing this now.
0: We're getting into it now. Yeah, you didn't get away from yeah. me. <laughs> <laughs> People try, but it doesn't always happen. <laughs> right. So I have a list of questions I work through with all my guests. They're all designed to getting to know you, your story, your view of the world. There's no wrong answers because it's your life. So answer as you feel led and comfortable and uh, we'll dive right in.
1: All right, let's do it.
0: The first one is, who do you define yourself as?
1: Who do I define myself as? Yeah. I define myself as, it's, it's tough for me to explain because uh, I do a lot of reading and one of the my favorite books is The Four Agreements, and it's by an uh, author named Don Miguel Ruiz. He's a, a shaman, and uh, he describes, there's this layer of fog that we we have when we try to define who we are. Mm-hmm. There's, a, there's a story about Man in the Smoky Mirror. Mm-hmm. When the person tries to look at the reflection of themselves, what they're seeing is the reflection, rather than like, actually Mm -hmm. who you are deep Mm -hmm. down inside. So I try not to define myself, but if I had to put it into words, I would say that I am a lifelong learner and teacher who is acquiring rare and valuable skills for the sake of personal, financial, spiritual, and community freedom.
0: I really like that. That's really cool. That's a really nice, full, complete uh, answer. So thanks, thanks for sharing that. Next next one's a little easier or lighter. Uh, what is your, uh, what's your favorite food?
1: My favorite food right now, um, my favorite food in the summer okay. is sushi.
0: <laughs> oh, okay. Uh,
1: my favorite food in the winter is, I, I've been loving pho, so okay. that's, my, that's my winter food.
0: Okay, fair enough. I think you're the first one to give me seasonal favorites. <laughs> I like that. Um, but yeah, that's really relevant because if it's hot, we want one thing and if it's cold, we want another. So that makes sense. Are you reading anything right now? I think you just shared I a little. Yeah, I just
1: finished a book and it was really great. It was The Infinite Game by Simon Sinek. Okay. Have you read that one by I chance? I have
0: not, but okay. I'll add it to my massive list that I, I'm never going to get through in my lifetime.
1: <laughs> right. I, I just switched to doing <laughs> Kindle and audiobook combination. At first I was only audiobook or only written, but I, it's, it's so much easier doing it that way. Uh, but the infinite game is a really great book by simon sinek it's all about how a lot of the work that we do is infinite whether it's work in your community whether it's work in your career we're in this constant evolution as people as practitioners in our career or as as husbands and wives um, and it's about how to shift your mind to think about the infinite game uh, one example that he gives in the book is apple Apple's motto is think different. Mm-hmm. It's not, not really much to do with their technology or their laptops, um, but that's one thing that they challenge their audience to do. And uh, the infinite game challenges leaders to think of their efforts, their mission, as an infinite cause. If the cause is not infinite, then it's, it's for it's very materialistic. It's mm-hmm. for something that is attainable that's not gonna help all people.
0: Mm-hmm. that's really cool yeah it's neat way to think of it and look at it and say like what am i doing that isn't just here right now what's going to keep going and is that if it's not going to keep going like is that worth my time is that worth my energy and uh, building
1: a family there's no start or end of building a family it's a constant evolution Mm
0: -hmm. yeah absolutely that's really cool i like that Hmm. what would you say is your greatest fear
1: my greatest fear That is also an interesting one. Um, Again, you know, I'm a big fan of vocabulary. And part of vocabulary is eliminating the words that don't serve you. Um, Especially, I mean, that's why a lot of us don't cuss. Maybe a lot of us don't say uh, very profane things. But fear, I think there's only two things in the world, and that's love and fear. Um, I've made a conscious decision not to fear anything and to try to love everything around me. Though one thing that I get nervous about time to time though, uh, if I were to like feel any element of fear is being in new environments and not having Mm -hmm. a lot of details. Mm -hmm. If you were like, hey Ron, let's go on a trip right now. I'm gonna say yes, but getting there and then saying, all right, hey, what are we gonna do next? If we don't have like a, a plan of action, I'm gonna be a little worried, I'm gonna be like, I just traveled across the country or across the world to go to this place and we don't know what we're about to do. Hmm. Seems exciting, but also a little reckless.
0: <laughs> the reckless unknown, not always not always the safest, easiest thing to do. Right. Yeah. That's cool. That's fair. Uh, what would you say that you value the most?
1: I value uh, community the most. Hmm. It's uh, been a trying time to really understand like what do you truly value the most? In many uh, parts of my life, I would say that I value my career the most, Um, but now like really focusing on what's important, uh, it's the community. That's the legacy that I wanna leave is um, a great impact on my community. I wanna leave my community strong and like having the support having the support system that it needs. Uh, I didn't have a lot of family when I was growing up, so it was tough for me to make long lasting relationships. Mm -hmm. I would cling to one person or very few people, but now my mindset is how do I invite more people in, Mm -hmm. not be so exclusive with my community because there's just so much that everyone can teach you. And especially here at Podcast Movement, Mm -hmm. meeting so many people, it's been like a, a, even more of a testament to Hmm. my value for community
0: yeah absolutely no i agree with that it's like a mindset where you're like oh yeah there's always more you can learn and gain from connecting with somebody and it's cool to think that there's an infinite possibility of that as well but yeah that's neat when was the last time you felt joy
1: the last time i felt joy okay so let's see the the example that comes to my mind um Okay, so there was this, it's a crazy story, <laughs> not not crazy in a, for any specific reason, but in my mind, uh, I was on Instagram uh, the other week, and I was just scrolling, kind of doing what you do on Instagram, and I saw this real estate video uh, where this real estate agent was going through a house with a video camera and capturing some really cool angles. and that was my hook into the video and then i hit the unmute button and i heard the most beautiful song ever mm-hmm. it was called it's called do for love it's a rendition of a r&b song that's that was that came out i think in the 90s and it was such a beautiful song it made me think of my wife mm-hmm. i was like i have to use this song to create like a uh an album a photo album mm-hmm. of like our memories so it took me back to our wedding i was like This song is everything. So what I've been thinking about doing, hopefully this doesn't come out before then. um, It shouldn't. (laughs) No, you're good. This will be done in the next two days. Uh, But I'm going to put together the photo album and when I get back from podcast Mm -hmm. movement is what I wanted to show her. You know, a little act of affection. It's almost like flowers or something sweet. Thoughtfulness.
0: Yeah, that's really cool. And I like get to see like the the joy visible on your face as you share that. Like the smile that comes to life in your eyes and your whole face as you're talking about your wife, as you're talking about doing something. Um that's really cool. I think it's a neat concept too to say, to to maybe allow others to hear that of like flowers and the thoughtfulness, but it's it's a gift that says I'm thinking of you. I love you. You mean something to me. And yes. I think that's so beautiful to to just bring that to life. So I'm sure she will be loving that very much. That's and it's really very cool. Fitting.
1: The song's called Do For Love. Yeah,
0: so. <laughs> yeah. I'm like trying to picture that, but it's really cool how music really just does pull so much emotion to us as well. But yeah, I know you said fear is not a big one, but um, when was the last time you were afraid and why?
1: The last time I was afraid was when uh, I saw my, my wife injured. Mm -hmm. not having the ability to do uh like cure her miraculously uh because in some ways she makes me feel like superman she makes me Mm -hmm. feel as though she can rely on me for everything Mm -hmm. and seeing someone that you love in pain is you know that's pain on the heart Mm -hmm. um but that's what maybe is even my biggest fear seeing Mm -hmm. my wife particularly and also the people that i love in in pain i've never actually seen someone that i'm so close to in pain i've my parents are still around, uh, God, it's, a, it's a blessing from God, and I've never really lost people close to me, but to see my wife in that pain, it was like the first step that I've ever taken towards loss. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, it's terrifying to, to see somebody you love and care for experience something that you can't take away, you can't help, you can't support them in more than being present and, mm-hmm. and, and wanting that, wanting that more than anything, it's a, yeah, that can be terrifying. Well, thanks for sharing that. But, yeah. Would you say that there's a moment in your life that changed you or taught you something?
1: There's been, there's been a lot. <laughs> so I guess I'll put the question back on you and say, in what way? <laughs> in what way did the change happen? Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I would say, I mean, however, something if something comes to mind, because there's always so many things that, like, impact us, change us, and and lead us to become who we are. Um, but, yeah, if there's anything that pops out of, like, wow, this this led me to another moment or this um, gave me confidence to step into this next moment in my life or this kept me from doing something or made me see myself in a different way. But, yeah, anything along those lines. doesn't have to be, like... Oh my gosh. Yeah. That's the moment. It's a, right. don't put your, don't put pressure on yourself to, yeah. to know the one, but yeah, just anything that kind of pops into your mind. I would say
1: there's a few and, uh, I could probably summarize a few of them. Uh, the first one is meeting my closest friend in the second grade. Um, we've been friends ever since we're the bestest friends that I've ever seen. I've, I've never witnessed a friendship that's closer than me. And my friend from the second grade. His name is Cole. Um, that chance encounter really changed my life. Mm. Um, there was also this chance encounter that I had with sensory deprivation. Mm. I was in between places when I was living in California, and I happened to like rent an Airbnb for a month. I didn't want to look. I didn't want to put my heart and soul in searching for a place. So I was staying at an Airbnb, and the owner of the Airbnb was also the owner of a float center. So while they were showing me the house, they're like, hey, you should also come to the float center. And I had just seen um, sensory deprivation tanks on pod, I heard about them on podcasts. Uh, So I went there and I had this life changing moment in the tank as well. And uh, what happened in that life changing moment was quietness, Mm -hmm. true quietness, not having a thought in the world. And that only happened by being in the tank for more than an hour. I was in there for an hour and a half, thinking 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 and then my fi- my mind finally reached the end of thoughts mm. and i i went through everything and it felt like i've been everywhere as well I, I i wasn't afraid of anything and this was part of the my process of going deeper into personal growth and understanding that i don't have fears there's just things that i don't love as much as others um and there was another point and this is the the final one is when i read a book called *The Alchemist*. Uh, I'm sure a lot of your listeners have heard that book, and yeah, you're it's one of my favorites. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> mine too. And part of uh, the message in the book is following your personal legend, mm-hmm. and along the way there are omens, mm-hmm. and following the omens is the most important thing that you can do. Um, mm-hmm. I didn't plan on coming to Podcast Movement, honestly, mm-hmm. but there were things that presented it to me: newsletters, uh, reminders. Even my co-host Chris was bringing this up, and the universe conspired to get me here. Mm -hmm. So I use all of these omens, all of the signs that the universe conspires for me and I follow them and that's changed everything.
0: That's really cool, I like that. And it's like, I really, I I like that you brought a little bit more into um, the lack of choice to let fear be a part of your life. It's more, um, yeah, it's more just saying that I love some things more than others. I just like that you Kind of clarified that a little bit more. I feel like I I really appreciate that definition to that, Um, and yeah, it's really neat to be in a place where you're like, I'm at the end of my thoughts, and I think there's so many people that I hear from. They're like, oh, to be alone with my own thoughts would be terrifying for five minutes, and it's like that's scary to uh, that that some people feel that way, but I think it's so healthy to say like, I'm gonna sit there, be in total silence, and over an hour, just come to a place where it's like I've exhausted everything and I can just let it go and I can just enjoy silence. Right, that's really cool.
1: And what it takes, you know, going back to the fear pieces, it takes the absence of fear Mm -hmm. uh, because it can be somewhat dangerous depending on the person to to be alone with your thoughts. You might Mm -hmm. have scar tissue mentally, spiritually Mm -hmm. that Mm -hmm. has never really left your body. Mm -hmm. And when I guess it's important for me to also say when I was going through this process of not having thoughts, I was also counting to 60. Mm -hmm. And if I had a thought before I hit 60, I would restart. Mm. And I was counting up and up, and I would make it to 40 mm-hmm. and be so proud. And then I thought, oh, I just thought I was so proud that I made the 40. Start back to one.
0: <laughs> that's crazy. Oh, wow. I didn't, yeah. yeah. I, didn't, I didn't even think about it that way, but that's a really neat thing. You're like, how long can I go without something entering in and just, and just be? Yeah, that's neat. Yeah. And I also just love that you... Like I think that's really cool that you have a friend that's that's been that close to you from such a long time ago. I mean, you're still young, but uh, but second grade Somewhat. is a while ago. So <laughs> yeah, it's it's really neat and it's really rare to have that kind of a gift of friendship that you get to hold on to that deeply that long. So, yeah. that's awesome. So, you've known me for not too long. But, what is something you think you and I have in common?
1: Um, I think what <laughs> we have in common is the hope to have a great time Mm, um i love that i think that's why we've connected is we didn't know how this podcast was going to (laughs) go i could be the best or worst guest and maybe the same for you as a host (laughs) but we were open to just having a good time experimenting Mm -hmm. um i feel like it's almost like being a kid you know you see a stranger you know they they're having fun it's like i want to have fun too so I think that's what we have in common.
0: I love that. It's an honor to share that with you. Yeah, it is cool. It's like, I think I've, I've shared that with some other guests before. It's like, we need to just get back to that, like being a kid on a playground and just walking up, and be like, yeah. hey, do you want to hang out with me? And like, what's the worst that happens? They say no, and you're just alone again. But yeah, it is. It's really cool to share that. It's, it's a neat thing for sure.
1: What about you? What do you think we have in common?
0: Oh, yeah. Um, I would say similarly to that, I would say there's like a, a desire to just be present in life and pursue what's before you and uh, to kind of not, not fear connection with others. I think I see that in you very easily. Um, and an awareness. Because I, I, as you said yesterday, like we were sitting at a marketing event and um, across from each other and never connected in that space. Right. But um, just an awareness of who's across from you, uh, willingness to kind of just open uh, a space of conversation Um, and just acknowledge the existence of somebody else in that space whether there may be something that that can serve you in that or not but just to see a human being and choose to acknowledge them Mm. i think often in spaces like that it's a it's very common for people to say like, well, I don't need to talk to that person. I don't right. know if I'm going to get anything from them, or they're not going to be a benefit to me. But, but you chose to, in the same way that I, I, I like to think that I value, um, to just see somebody else and say like, I'm going to choose to acknowledge your humanness in this yes. space, regardless, because I don't need anything from you other than to just choose to see you. And I think that's right. cool. So yeah, I see that in you a lot. But yeah, love it's that. Cool. Well said. Thank <laughs> you. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. That um what is something you are looking forward to
1: i'm looking forward to the future honestly <laughs> and it is it's very conflicting to say that because it's all about you know it's mostly about being in the present moment um, yeah. but the future really excites me i think that the world is changing so fast mm-hmm. and I also got married recently in March so thank you yeah that's cool I'm excited to see like what the future holds for me and my wife me and the business like Mm -hmm. we're we have 10 podcasts right now that's a lot yeah (laughs) I
0: have one that I'm happily managing yeah
1: and we will give you nine if if you're open to (laughs) it (laughs) and uh, there's just a a lot of things that are about to happen Um, but Also still living in the moment, Um, Mm -hmm. I'm really excited about being on this podcast. This is very different and I'm (laughs) learning because we're using a phone. Mm -hmm. I've never used a phone to podcast. Mm. So I'm excited to really see how this turns out as well, because I'm curious, like, should I start doing this off my phone as well?
0: Yeah. You're like, um, as a, as a media company, like top notch, uh, yeah. sound quality. And he's like, I got this girl over here. Let who's got everybody these, phones. He's that's, got that's this what. little LePo mic and her her cracked iPhone and we're sitting here. Is it cracked? Well, just the screen protector. Oh. So it's okay. But we're yeah, good. We're good. yeah. It just uh, emphasizes my vision a little bit, but, uh, yeah, it, it's cool it's neat to see that so yeah i'm i'm, I'm happy that you're excited to be here and, and looking forward to this and enjoying it so yeah that's cool on the other end of that is there anything you wish was over already or maybe didn't exist in our world today
1: that is a tough question <laughs> it always reminds me of my mom that question mm-hmm. um you know you you'll ask your parents would you do anything differently mm-hmm. and the answer is always no mm-hmm. um so there's things I want to see change. I'm not sure the implications mm-hmm. of changing things. I think that's mm-hmm. why the world and the li- and our lives are so complicated. Uh, but I would like to see this conference change that we're at. Uh, I went to an event yesterday and there was it was a it was a black event, black podcast founders event. And uh, some of the members of the group, they were saying, "Ah, oh, we wish Podcast Movement had this sponsored here at Podcast Movement. It would be great to have like Black people get together. There's other groups that are here as well, um, and be able to you know keep it here, showcase our excellence." Um, and one of the reports that uh, was shared as part of Podcast Movement, uh, Black people actually have a great percentage of podcasting from a hosting and listener perspective and the group that i was with yesterday really just wanted that reflected and to see that and how excited they were i hope that we get to see that here at podcast movement
0: yeah that's really cool it's so important for any group of people but uh to feel represented to feel seen and to feel validated and like we are a member of humanity and society we take up a large portion and we're worth seeing and valuing in this industry yes. um as you are so i think that's that's really cool i'm glad there's that's being spoken of and i'm glad you're hopefully going to continue to increase and <laughs> see more of that yeah, yeah. so very cool you should. yeah that's neat what would you say makes you feel known and valued
1: what makes me feel known and valued is my superpower <laughs> and my superpower is being a solutions excavator mm. i love the discovery process. I love finding new things. That's why I have loved podcasting so much is because it was something I didn't know. I, I yeah. had uh, a short stint in uh, video, like uh, uh, capturing videos, being a, a videographer and a video editor. Uh, but that was very short lived. Being a podcaster, I'm able to really flex my superpower. Uh, but just like uh, they say in spider-man with great power comes great responsibility mm-hmm. every super power has a kryptonite mm-hmm. and what hurts me the most uh, is when my value is not reflected mm-hmm. when i'm trying to share my solutions with the world and they don't really get why i'm doing it mm-hmm. they don't see the value in it or they don't mm-hmm. want to listen mm-hmm. um, when i was working with my executive coach as part of uh, building hacker valley media The executive coach took me back to my childhood and she was asking me very specific questions about my experiences as a child and what I learned was my parents gave me all that they could but what I wanted was somewhat different than what they could provide me and uh, in many ways they they did provide me and everything that I need but in one way that I found a piece of kryptonite in my heart was when my parents didn't know how to do what I wanted to do. When I was Mm -hmm. very passionate about learning about technology, Mm -hmm. uh, my parents didn't know anything about technology. They didn't know where I would go to learn about that thing. So in some ways I felt like I didn't have the support that I needed. Um, And when I do have that support is when I really feel value
0: yeah that makes sense when you see something in yourself and I love I love your term of a superpower like I think everyone should not be afraid to say like this is my superpower I think that's really cool and uh there's a lot of freedom that uh you give yourself and those listening to just say like hey like stand up proudly and say what you're good at and don't be afraid of it. I think that's there's just so much lesson in that and so much value in that right. that bit right there. Um, but yeah, there's 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 a lot when we really value something and we feel like it's not supported in a way that allows us to, to press into that and to grow into that. But then like you brought up earlier, you know, you ask your parents, what would you do differently? And they say nothing and it's because mm-hmm. it led them to where they are and, and they, right. they grew from that and, and without that um, that struggle or that trial or, or coming into that space, maybe they wouldn't have as much. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it's cool. It's a, I appreciate the well-rounded the share <laughs> on that. So, yeah, thank you so much. Um, so you mentioned California, and we are here in Dallas. I think you're based in Austin. I am. Um, but where do you call home, and uh, what makes it home to you?
1: Austin is home uh, because we said so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my my parents and. I well more so me. I'm from Maryland originally. Um, okay. A town called Odenton. Okay. I don't think many people have heard of it. Okay. Odenton is known for being a train stop between Baltimore and DC. Okay. It's the one stop that you make before you get to either end. Okay. Um, so that's what that's where I'm from originally. Um, but my parents are from Fresno, California. So I have most of my family is in Fresno. Mm-hmm. But by way of the military is how my my mm-hmm. my family got to the East Coast. Okay. So. Ever since I moved away from the East Coast, wherever I moved has felt like home. Mm-hmm. I was living in California for a bit, but now that I'm in Austin, it feels like home. And I gotta say, if you are thinking about moving to Austin, <laughs> try it out because the community, and I was mm-hmm. community, is yeah. awesome. Yeah, that's they, cool. Uh, my neighbors were the most welcoming neighbors I've ever met, I've never yeah, really known. Great. All of my neighbors, I've known some of them, maybe my next door, but I know every single last one of them, and mm-hmm. I have all of their phone numbers. We're all in a group thread. We hang out sometimes, but they keep the invitation open. Like sometimes yeah. you don't want to do things, but you want to feel included, <laughs> and that's what—that's uh, how awesome feels.
0: That's really cool. Yeah, just so much to being just wanted, whether you can or not, but just to know that the door is open. Right. That's really—that's really neat. I'll keep that in mind. I don't know that I'll move to Texas, but <laughs> <laughs> it's really entire the winners. I get, smiles. yeah, As <laughs> what people say, yeah, it's nice and, it's nice and hot here, um, not in these buildings, it is freezing in these buildings, but yes. yeah, <laughs> you guys do not mess around with your air conditioning, <laughs> so that's it, um, what is something you wish you didn't struggle with?
1: Something I wish I didn't struggle with is decision fatigue, hmm. as a founder of a company that is in this type of world, podcasting, mm-hmm and media, it's it's very difficult to know what is the best decision to make. Mm-hmm. So you, you look at all the decisions and then you start weighing them out. Mm-hmm. And part of that process is not making a decision at all, which <laughs> is still making a decision, but you mm-hmm. might not realize that's the decision that you're making. Mm-hmm. So whenever I get uh, paralysis by analysis and then decision fatigue uh, is when I'm struggling. I'm like, ah, mm-hmm. I wish I didn't let this happen. Um, And how I overcome that is by just asking myself to make a decision. Mm -hmm. You can make one decision now Mm -hmm. and that's going to be input for your next decision. Mm -hmm. So one quote that I heard before is fire and then like aim, fire Mm -hmm. the name, fire the name. And you fire first to see where you're you're at and anything and then aim again and then fire again. Recalibrate, yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah that's cool. Yeah, I, I can relate to that for sure where it's like all of these decisions are before me. I don't know which one to make but I really appreciate what you said where it's not making one is making one. Right. And I think we can forget that so often where we can say, look, I'm just waiting. I'm waiting till I have a piece about a choice um, but then we're making a choice to stay. We're making a choice to not move, to not progress, to not choose one of the potentially w- really wonderful options before us. So, yes. yeah, I really appreciate that perspective a lot. Um, What is something you used to struggle with but maybe don't anymore or have grown in?
1: Something I used to struggle with is worrying too much about what people think. Mm -hmm. And I say too much because I hear sometimes people say they don't care about what people think. Mm -hmm. I absolutely care. I want to try to be a better person and I think Mm -hmm. genius leaves clues. Like people Mm -hmm. are going to leave clues to how I can be a better person how i can make myself feel stronger more calm mm-hmm. uh, more harmonious mm-hmm. um, so that's one piece and thinking too much about what people think but mm-hmm. that's also a powerful tool because that's mm-hmm. feedback um it's a balancing act it's hard to take it sometimes because sometimes when i put out an episode for example it might not be what I expected Mm -hmm. and maybe I didn't help highlight my guests the best it's Mm -hmm. never a a great feeling but Mm -hmm. um stepping away from too much of that and getting too lost in the sauce of what people think is is what I try to do now but
0: Mm -hmm. no I I can appreciate that for sure yeah yeah the the looking at it afterwards and being like oh it could have could have been this or it could have been that instead of just saying like no just accept that you know I put it out there I did the best I can but also um yeah that phrase i don't care what other people think it's like yeah there's so much value in caring what someone else thinks but yeah losing my voice yet. and
1: that <laughs> but, yeah. also goes into like my decision fatigue bit. Is caring too much about what people think is going to leave you feeling like paralyzed by all the decisions you can make
0: yeah absolutely yeah there's there's value in that, and there's there's lessons in that, and I think it's it's cool to see you stepping into that in, in a new way, in a better way for yourself. So, yeah, that's neat. What is uh, something you're confident in helping someone else through, or with?
1: Uh, I'm confident in my ability to listen and provide an answer. Mm-hmm. I and like that. I think that's mm-hmm. a very powerful tool to have in your tool belt, uh, because as my background in cybersecurity, I was a security architect mm-hmm. and part of that is you have to build something that maybe has never been built before mm-hmm. and it might be impossible to build. but. By asking more questions is going to give you more answers and i may not ever be able to answer everything for everyone but when i'm really locked into listening and then asking questions i can always come up with something Mm -hmm. i can point you to a person i can Mm -hmm. give you a resource maybe if i have the answer that's even even Mm -hmm. better
0: i love that that your answer in that is saying maybe i can point you to somebody maybe i can give you a resource maybe i can answer it myself that that just bringing the truth to the fact that sometimes helping somebody in something is admitting that we aren't personally the answer to everything sometimes we can but sometimes we can say like hey I know where you can get that and that is still an answer that is still so helpful so yeah I appreciate that that's really cool all right so this one's a little bit more fun but um it's not a large amount of money but if you were to have ten thousand dollars two weeks you have to spend it in you can't give it away what are you going to do with it
1: with $10,000, I will go on a trip, and it depends on the length of how I'm going to spend it. If the trip was a week or under, I'm going to ball hard. I'm going <laughs> to try to rent out a boat. I'm going to go somewhere where I can be on a beach. I'm going to rent a boat, and uh, my wife's going to be there with me, so maybe that's the cost of two tickets instead of one.
0: you
1: got to double the price there, but... I would do something on the water, and I would, I would do it on a grand scale.
0: I like it. That sounds good. We'll keep that in mind if we win the lottery and can drop you 10 grand. There we go. <laughs> um, is there anything you wish you could say to somebody you love, but maybe they're not in a place that they would receive it as you intend it or hear it how you wish they would, and uh, don't tell me who if so?
1: Okay. Um, there is someone that I would tell them. I wish I could tell them anything or I love them or anything yeah yeah so there there's one person I would send my love to right now it's um, one of my close friends uh, and really both of them my close family friends really uh, my friend's wife her father is in the hospital at the moment Mm -hmm. and I haven't known him for too long I've known him for about three years and this guy there's something special about him I'm not sure how to describe it but he He's got this charisma that Mm -hmm. I'm not able to put my finger on. Mm -hmm. He's always been a positive light when Mm -hmm. he's in the conversation. He's always been a positive light when we're all hanging out together. Um, And if if there's anyone I could tell a message to right now, I would just tell him thank you for being in my Mm -hmm. life. Um, And whatever happens, you know, you'll be missed, whether I see you tomorrow or, Mm -hmm. you know, we we were able to hang out for that last time. Mm
0: that's cool it's neat when we meet people like that where there's just something about you that's special right and, and i think there's something like that in all of us but i think there's some of us that have an ability to just like this gentleman that has impacted you that that just are able to share it so quickly and so vibrantly and that's really cool that you get to experience that so yeah. on the other end of that is there anything that would be hard for you to hear about yourself from somebody you love
1: Ooh, that's a great question uh any feedback is always a little spicy for me because <laughs> I really trust my myself. I trust my judgment. I trust my thoughts. I feel safe with them. Um, so anything that someone tells me that requires me to switch course or even think about it, mm-hmm. uh, it, it is challenging. But I think the, the biggest area where someone could give me any type of input that I'd be a little worried to hear <laughs> is, my appearance Hmm. not the way that i look Mm -hmm. but the way that i communicate Mm. if someone had a lot of input for me in that realm i would i would be very grateful but i think that would be the the bit that i'd have the hardest time listening to
0: Mm -hmm. yeah because you you value how you put that out and you put effort into that and care into that and and care how you present yourself and as you said, you care how other people care about you or what they think about you in a healthy way. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, that makes a lot of sense.
1: And you, you also want people to be comfortable around mm-hmm. you. You want people to love you. I, mm-hmm. I love it when someone is drawn to me and attracted to me and mm-hmm. tells me that they love me because mm-hmm. there's no better feeling than that. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. you know, part of that goes into just wanting more of it.
0: Absolutely, yeah. It's such a such an innate desire within us for I think for a reason. So yeah, yeah, it's really cool. But wow. what would you say makes you feel at peace?
1: A few things. Uh, the first thing that comes to my mind is meditation. Mm-hmm. I meditated this morning, and mm-hmm. I'm I meditate in my own ways. Some days I do uh, Tai Chi, mm-hmm. uh, but today I did Wim Hof method, mm-hmm. where I was doing some breathing. And when I got to the final breath, and part of the Wim Hof uh, method is, you do 30 deep breaths in and out, and then on the 30th breath, you just allow the air to uh, release from your lungs and your diaphragm, and you just sit there in peace. Mm. And during those moments where I'm doing the Wim Hof method, there's, I feel like there's almost like this blanket that's being pulled over Mm. me. And it's like, just relax. Mm. Uh, But other than that, at the beach, Mm -hmm. the beach there's something spiritual about sand and the water i'm not sure if you've like been to the desert but (laughs) going to the desert it's it's magical Mm -hmm. being on the water is magical when you combine those two things together i think there's something undiscovered about those two elements
0: yeah absolutely they're both so fluid there's not a specific shape to them and i think there's so much like freedom it feels like in that i feel for myself i see that so yeah it's really cool that you connected the two A lot of people say water but to hear the sand of that as well and the fluidity of both of those that's it's really neat i like that would you say life feels steady or uncertain for you right now
1: a bit of both i i I do have this master plan of life just like everybody else i hope that i could ride off into the sunset (laughs) one day whatever that whatever that means uh but I feel like I'm, I'm there already in many in, in, in many ways. Mm-hmm. There's things that I want to do because I'm still on this this earth, mm-hmm. uh, but I feel as though I've I've accomplished everything that mm-hmm. I've wanted to, that I've dreamt of, and everything that I maybe I wanted as a kid that I didn't do wasn't necessarily a dream. It was mm-hmm. a it was a material uh, element. It was a want that mm-hmm. was temporary mm-hmm. uh, but all of the things that have really been with me to my core like building relationships those are very uh, it's underway and stable
0: mm-hmm. that's really cool I, I like that I like that a lot it's a, it's a neat well rounded thought on that so yeah thanks for that so this one is my loaded question of them um, but is there anything you wish you could say to the opposite sex that maybe they don't normally receive coming from you as a man whether that's a compliment a criticism um or just overall life thought that you wish that you could that you could say that maybe you normally can't
1: this is being recorded this is being
0: recorded (laughs) i know yeah uh
1: what i would say to the opposite sex um and this wouldn't really be a secret but it's to step into your power mm. and your power isn't just being uh, have an abundance of strength the mm. strength is can be a component of power but I think power is also having the element of relaxation mm. when you hear about a flow state There's this element of control, but also the element of relaxation. Mm -hmm. And I think that is true power, is when you can really understand your life situation and allow it to happen. You know, you're not going to have complete control over it, but you do have influence. Mm -hmm. And that's the best thing that you you could have. Mm -hmm. Having complete control would be exhausting. Mm -hmm. If you had to decide every little thing that happened, and then you have to, like, also breathe and then you're thinking, um, <laughs> but really allowing life to happen. Um, when I started to meditate, there was this notion of being the observer. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was pretty fascinating. There There's moments where I feel as though I'm the observer. And those are the moments where I feel equanimity. I mm-hmm. feel like all things are good in the world.
0: Mm-hmm. That's really beautiful. I really love that. <laughs> Thank, Thank you. you for that. And um, yeah, ladies and humanity, listen up to that. I think there's so much in that for all of us to hear. And I really appreciate that. I always love when there's something. Um, it's often something so kind and so so beautiful that's shared. Um, and I really, I really do love that. So, thank you. What
1: yeah. What could I go back and tell my my friends about? What would you want me <laughs> to tell my male friends about? Oh, from an, you know, this perspective.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Are you asking me? Yeah. Hmm.
1: I've never asked that question. So okay. I'm like, okay, I can learn something here.
0: I think that um, don't be afraid to be yourself. Don't be afraid to be known. Don't be afraid to not present masculinity in a way that feels right for you, for who you are as an individual. Um, I think honesty, uh, love, um, and care are really deep masculine traits that are not often as highlighted as maybe some others. And so I would say um, to men, don't be afraid to let those parts of your masculinity come forth and, uh, and be seen.
1: Love it. So, thank you.
0: Yeah, Thank you. Thanks for asking. Yeah.
1: What I also think about that is uh, feminine being allowing your feminine, feminine sides
0: to come out. (laughs) Those words, man, they really kick our butts.
1: Masculinity (laughs) won't let me say it. But I think, you know, for when I think about that, that's so important. And I think many guys over index on that Mm -hmm. is allowing themselves to live in their masculine Mm -hmm. area or power aura Mm -hmm. and... You know, that's sometimes all you see from them.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's there's feminine and masculine energy and ability within both of us. And um, I think, or within all of us, and I think there's aspects of both of those that um, we can we can be less afraid to let out. And I think it's cool. You yeah. know uh,
1: who does it really well is Tyler Perry. <laughs> he will play every character.
0: <laughs> he does. That's a whole other level <laughs> of gift right there.
1: <laughs> and I love that. I'm like, yeah. to, to put... A dress on a wig <laughs> on and makeup and then to go and make a movie that's very bold because mm-hmm. you're you're impersonating mm-hmm. someone and a mm-hmm. group of people but you're also able to step into that energy
0: mm-hmm. yeah that says a lot about someone's confidence to <laughs> to not fear that and uh, and we all love the entertainment aspect in that for sure yeah um yeah that's cool i appreciate the example that's neat um so you are used to having a bit of an audience that you share with um, whether it's in person um, or through your podcast, but um, if you were to have a large ad- audience before you and uh, leave them with a, a life lesson, a bit of advice, um, what would you share?
1: I would share with them not to get too caught up into things. Mm-hmm. Um, you can't overexert your, your energy in any one area. Um, that's why we always hear this idea of balance. and when you're not overexerting yourself, then there's probably a counterbalance. Mm -hmm. Um, So with that being said, if you really wanted to be there where you have that balance, I think it's just letting go, not Mm -hmm. being tied to anything. What I've been hearing while at this conference is the the first illusion, which is time. Mm -hmm. Having time or not having time. How do you know how much time you have? Mm-hmm. I don't think you do, so to worry about time at all is almost a defeating idea. Mm-hmm. There is a difference between having something on the clock mm-hmm. and like having a, a meeting like we have right now for the <laughs> podcast. Uh, that is something that you can look at and measure. That's something that you can mm-hmm. describe. But your time as a whole, you can't describe that. What is your time? Mm-hmm. Um, so. What, what i would say for everyone is to let time go to let your attachment to as many things as you can go it's mm-hmm. the elimination diet for mm-hmm. all things in life
0: mm-hmm. i love that all right guys listen up take the healthy elimination diet <laughs> don't cut out all the sweets from your life but <laughs> maybe to a degree but only uh, short uh only for sure but uh but yeah allow uh, allow yourself to let go of the things that um Or maybe weighing you down or or holding you back or keeping you from seeing life as fully as it can be. So, that's cool. Is there anything you wish people knew about your culture, however you would define your culture?
1: There's things that I would want to share. What I would want to share about my community is everyone is creative. Mm. Um, And I've learned this in the black community. I'm a black man. And I've also learned this in... Uh, Just being a man in general, I've learned that all men are creative. Mm -hmm. And uh, when I look at any community that I'm a part of, everyone is very creative because of their ability to speak, Mm -hmm. to put ideas together. It's not hard to make me laugh. You know, there's so many times where people have put words together that have like made me like die laughing, <laughs> which is which is crazy. Like to to be able to control my re, like my uh, my laughing response is, is pretty is pretty interesting. Um, and also, the people that are in my life in my community, they're creative because they're able to take on a new opportunity. Um, and sometimes this is getting a job. A lot of people in my community are employed but Mm -hmm. even the ones that aren't they have something that they try something that they're Mm -hmm. experimenting with whether it's Mm -hmm. joining a mom group or even uh, starting a new career in marketing Um, and i would say the same for any community that you're in is when you're using your questions is when someone's able to highlight to you their creativity you asking Mm -hmm. me all these questions Mm -hmm. it's taking me on a on a (laughs) journey and an experience but i think it also shows the creative side of me. It shows how I think, and I think that in itself is a creative expression.
0: Mm, I love that. I love the uh, the use of creativity being put into words, that it is words, that it's so much more than just... Um our our creation of a physical, tangible item, but it's our emotion that we can invoke in another human being and that response. And I I think that's really cool. I love that. And and thank you for going on this journey with me and uh, allowing me to get to know you on it. So, Thank you. I appreciate it. Uh, Maybe this is similar then, but what is something you love about your culture?
1: Something I love about my culture is beauty. Mm. It's fun to look at the beautiful elements of a person, Mm -hmm. whether it be a physical element Mm -hmm. or uh, a characteristic trait of of a person. Uh, But I've always loved looking at features, Mm -hmm. hearing features, whether it be Mm -hmm. a voice even. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think everyone in my community is one beautiful to look at, Mm -hmm. um, but also beautiful on the inside. Mm -hmm. There's been a lot of times where I've heard People get kicked out of their community because of something that they've done um, but what I've seen with my friends my loved ones I've seen my, my friends and families make mistakes and I've seen them come back more beautiful than ever that scrape that they had in life ultimately it had scar tissue it had a scab but that scab came off and somehow it grew a flower on hmm. them and I think that that's also one of the things that I love about my community is the challenges of life make them a better person.
0: That's awesome. That's really, really cool. Is there anything uh, within your community that you're not proud of?
1: One thing, and I would describe it as gossip. Hmm. Gossip is important. It's, it's, it's a way to keep us informed and insightful. Sometimes we do take it too far. Um, You know, sometimes I hear a negative Mm. piece of feedback. And Mm. maybe this goes back to one of your earlier questions. Mm. Sometimes you'll hear a negative feedback. But due to someone being in a current state in life or just in the day, they might dig a little bit deeper than what Mm. they should Mm. and share something that isn't true about another person or even themselves. Mm. So I I think the gossip is one thing that... Mm. um, maybe I'm not the most proud of, Mm -hmm. but I do enjoy it. I'm not going to lie. If someone has the tea, (laughs) call me, I would love to hear. Let Ron
0: know if you've got the tea, (laughs) he wants to know. (laughs) Yeah, I think there's so many of us that can relate to that. Is that that curiosity aspect in all of us as humans that we're like, we want to know, but then it's like, oh, that can go downhill so fast and hurt so quickly. So yeah, I can understand that for sure. Would you say that you know what your purpose is in life?
1: My purpose is how I would describe myself. It would go back to being a lifelong learner, to acquire rare and valuable skills, to get freedom for myself, really uh, personally, financially, spiritually, and for my community.
0: Mm -hmm. That's really cool. I love how clear that is for you. Um, It says so much about how you live your life, even in me not knowing you very long. (laughs) Um, When you can articulate very clearly um, how you feel about that, and what you feel purpose in, and what you feel definition of yourself in, um, you've put thought into that, you've put effort behind that, and it means you're living out that way. So I think that's that's really awesome, and yeah. I'm happy for you in that. That's cool.
1: Thank yeah. you. Yeah, it's yeah. been uh, it's been challenging to get to that, and I would imagine. Mm-hmm. That has been the same for you. I would love mm-hmm. to hear yours. <laughs> I yeah. I have hired people to literally help me think through this. Mm-hmm. Whether it be like an executive assistant I've worked mm-hmm. with that has helped me find parts of my purpose, but also uh, an executive coach mm-hmm. uh, has helped me. The church at some point when I was religious in my mm-hmm. life, I, you know, that taught me a lot as well mm-hmm. um, about my purpose. But it it's a it's a it's a north star that can get you through any day. Hmm. What is what is your purpose?
0: Mine? Yeah. <laughs> um, I believe, I, 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 I want to just say that. I love that it's a North Star that gets you um, where you're going in any day. And I think that's accurate because if we know what that that overarching goal is, it, it kind of takes away that analysis paralysis because every other decision we make guides us into that direction. Exactly. And we're just aiming for that. And as long as we're still going in that direction, like we really can't screw up anything major along the way. We just keep headed in that direction where we're supposed to go. It's cool. I think my purpose is to use the the love and the life that I've been given to return that to other people that I get to have the, the honor and the privilege of spending time with. And, um, yeah, in that, I think that overarching goal um i see a lot I feel and see a lot of peace in that um and a lot of purpose in that in being able to see how my life gets to be used to connect with others to share what i've been given uh, and give it back to someone else so yeah i think that's where i see that for me
1: that's a great one as well <laughs> i mean that's back, that will guide me every day as well it works
0: <laughs> it's getting me so far so yeah i don't know if you do but do you have a favorite tattoo and if so why
1: I have two tattoos. One is a brotherly tattoo. It's uh, our first initial for my two best friends. Um, I have that on one of my arms, but I also have an Autobot on one of my arms. Um, when I was a teenager, mm-hmm. I thought I was the smartest guy in the world.
0: <laughs> Don't <And> we all?
1: <laughs> I was lucky enough to get a great mentor that mm-hmm. was able to get me into cybersecurity at mm-hmm. an early age. I was able to break into the industry, get a full time job, making great money at the time. I was making sixty five thousand dollars twelve years ago it's as amazing. a nineteen year old. I was insane. It was, yeah, it was insane. Um, and I got I bought a Camaro and it was also during the time where the Transformers were really popular and I was like, this is my rags to riches. Like, I got a bright red car, I got a job, I'm on top of the world. Next stop, $100,000 and then I can retire because that's what <laughs> a lot of teens think. Yeah. Is like, Once I get a $100,000 salary,
0: no bills. We don't have any bills no yet. No money problems. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's cool. I like that. I like that a lot, Yeah. Um, What is something you've accomplished that you're really proud of?
1: Something that I've accomplished that I'm really proud of. A close relationship with my family. Mm. And it's still progressing over time. And Mm -hmm. when I say family, I'm referring to my immediate family. Mm My mom, my dad, and my two sisters. When I was young, I didn't feel... You know, like sometimes you'll feel like you're adopted almost, but you know, you're not adopted, but you'll feel that way because of the differences that you have in personality mm-hmm. and your your motivations, your purpose. Mm-hmm. Um, and I used to really get attached to that. I used to think that I, if my parents and my sisters don't understand the things that I love the most, then they don't understand me. Mm-hmm. And I learned that that's not true because hmm. how could i understand me i'm a constant evolution hmm. of the second ago state by the time i see who i am i've <laughs> already evolved a bit um so yeah.
0: i think that's awesome and and again yeah it's like how do we, we we often so often put that expectation like on somebody else to know something that we don't even know about ourselves at times but yeah. it is when we come to that realization of like it's okay yeah. that we're different and we celebrate our differences and um, and to be proud of those relationships and I, I love that. That's what, you, that's what you pulled that you're really proud of. That's really cool. So yeah, thanks for sharing that. Well, Ron, I have put you through the ringer and asked <laughs> you a lot, and I so appreciate your, your openness and your honesty and, um, and just how you've shared uh, so much of your life with a smile on your face and the joy I get to see in you as a human being uh, just in this time. But is there anything else you want others to know about who you are or what matters to you?
1: There is not, but I'd like (laughs) to make something up. (laughs) You can. (laughs) The one thing that I would want people to know about me is that I'm a person. Mm -hmm. I'm everything, that's Mm -hmm. how I feel sometimes, especially when my ego is in charge, but I'm also no one. Mm -hmm. And uh, what I think is worth sharing about myself is that I'm someone that is open to connect, Mm -hmm. uh, someone that loves you, and someone that wishes the best for all communities, not just my own. I know I've been talking about my own community, but I, I wish the best for everyone, especially you. Thank you for having me on your podcast.
0: Thank you, Ron. And it is is—it is an absolute joy and an honor to get to know you, to spend this time with you, and, and to, to see you as a person. You are a person um, that has so much value and so much worth, and I'm so grateful and honored to be able to get to see that. So thank you. Thank you for your time. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in to This World My View. Your reviews are what keep this show going. So if you have a moment, I would so appreciate you just taking a second to write a review. Anything from I really enjoyed this or something you took away that changed your perspective or impacted your life or something you connected with. If you have a chance to share that on social media and tag me and the show in it, I would greatly appreciate that. I just want to thank you also for just being a part of my world and community here at This World My View.